Life is so much more than a diagnosis. It's about sharing time with those you love, hanging with friends who lift you up, and experiencing all those moments that bring you joy. All hits, no skips. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. So long live singing to the oldies, jamming out to something new, and everything in between. You're listening to The Hammer and Nigel Show. It is The Hammer and Nigel Show. I'm Jason Hammer. Jerry Lopez, Indy Spanglish, in for Big Nige. And right now, let's go to the 93 WIBC hotline and bring on Tony Kennett, investigative reporter for the Daily Signal. And sometime before the next Olympics, he will have a nighttime program here on 93 WIBC. (laughs) How are you, my friend? I'm good, and I actually have news about that. Uh, David, the uh, production manager for the studio, uh, he told me that Legal has finally finished the contract, and they are sending it out my way. So the show will be soon. I just have to sign the dotted line. As Ron Burgundy once said, I don't believe you. (laughs) All right, let's get into some uh, meat and potatoes here. Tomorrow... Right around 5.30, there's going to be a little rally on the steps of Monument Circle. The pro-Palestinian folks supported by NDBLM. Now, we've seen this in other cities where things have kind of gotten a little loud, a little rowdy, talking about New York, places like that. I don't know if that's going to be here in Indy, but the fact of the matter is they will still be here tomorrow, Tony. Now, there's been a narrative at every one of these protests. There's been a narrative I've seen online, excuse me, from many on the progressive left, the AOC, the the squad, or the Hamas caucus, as they've been called recently. And I've seen this from some of the the pseudo-sophisticate right, many of the populist isolationist members of the right, who have implored that this is really just about this Palestinian struggle against all of these Israeli atrocities and it's it's really just about anti-Zionism and that's what this whole thing's about. Yet at every single one of these protests, and I want to make that very clear, these protesters themselves have held up phones with swastikas, they have said gas the Jews in Australia, they've said burn the Jews in London, they said kill the Jews in New York and at Berkeley, the letters that have come out and supported these protests have said the same thing. It's not about being pro-Palestine. It is about being anti-Jew. That is all this is being. And I am one who has defended individuals who are called anti-Semitic on the populist front for criticizing aid to Israel in the past. So I'm, I'm not just, just some, some neocon shill like Nikki Haley, is, as some have said. But every one of these protests have been objectively anti-Semitic. And this indie BLM group that's that's helping to host this thing was posting anti-Semitic things on Twitter and was echoing their support for Hamas directly, as I, as I heard you guys talking about earlier this week. So God help me. This is a horribly disgusting thing happening on Monument Circle. But I mean, you know, with Joe Hogsett's employees in attendance, looks like it's city sanctioned. Yeah. Hey, what's going on, Tony? It's Jerry. Hope you're doing well, bud. But a um, c- couple of things. To, to your point, uh, BLM around the country has been posting you know, messages of support for quote-unquote Palestine, but all of those memes, all the, all the imagery has had paragliders, paratroopers, things that we have never seen Hamas use before uh, in the past that were only used in this attack. Um, so it looks like, you know, t- to your point, not that, yeah, you're, 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 they're, they're pushing the, the pro-Palestine narrative, but they're using imagery, uh, 
uh, from the violence that was just captured. So I guess my question to you is, what are the chances that actual BLM uh, here in Indianapolis links up with this Palestinian uh, movement and, 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 and forms a bigger movement? Or is just this BLM, you know, piggybacking on, on something that's already going on? Well, when I was at Indianapolis Public Schools as a science coordinator, I watched videos where the founder, the co-founder of the Indy BLM group uh, spoke to middle school students at Butler Lab 60 in a required session in which she told them that the Palestinian struggle was their struggle. I have that on video from years before this. But, but I want to make it I want to make a very key point here that you brought up. They're using things like the paraglider imagery and and symbolism from when the paragliders came in and shot up a rave uh, at full of teenagers and, and women and, and children. And remember just a few weeks ago, the whole Gadsden flag event mm -hmm. in which there was a student in Colorado who was kicked out of school because they said the image of the snake on the don't tread on me was was it had this history of racism. It was linked with all of these white supremacy dog whistles, which was debunked. Yet you don't see those individuals calling out the literal, the only time we've ever seen paragliders and Hamas and Palestine together is when they used paragliders to drop in to this rave and kill over 200 people. In cold blood, I mean, these aren't, this is not an Israeli military target. These are innocent women and children. This, this isn't some long overdue, you know, suppressed nonsense. This is exactly what it is. But those groups don't seem to be calling it out. Seems like the shoe's on the other foot. Now they want to shut up. And, Tony, something we've been talking about throughout the week is if you go back three years, BLM was everywhere. Right. It was on basketball courts. It was on baseball uniforms. There's a big bridge by IUPUI's campus that says Black Lives Matter, connecting one side of the street to the other for the students that go to that university. Businesses all over Central Indy. They, they, they painted the street. Yeah, they painted the street. <laughs> Businesses were taking some of their profits and donating to BLM. And here they are, Black Lives Matter, not just in Indy, but all over the country, hitching their wagon to Hamas terrorists. So if you're somebody that attends IUPUI or Indiana University, Indianapolis, whatever it's called right now, how are you supposed to feel when you walk around and you see that on the bridge? And meanwhile, in the same city, there's a protest and a rally on Monument Circle for the people that want to wipe you off the face of the earth. I'll, I'll do you one better. I actually spoke to someone who goes currently to Uwe Pui or whatever they're going to be renaming it soon. And uh, he told me that he's, he's been a liberal forever. And he's very, very progressive, has like a Bernie bobblehead action figure, whatever. And he told me that he feels betrayed. Like, how did, how could we see this coming? You know, this is just horrible. How, you know, he's, he's like, how could, you know, this blatant anti-Semitism come to the top here? And he was very upset that the co-founder is a, a, a tenant worker for, for Joe Hogsett and, and all this other stuff. And, and the thing I told him was, dude, we told you. And we didn't just tell you conspiracy theories. We pointed out direct evidence. Look, here with the Women's March, these are anti-Semite women. They have said very overtly the horrible phrase, from the river to the sea, Palestine will be free. And that is a genocidal slogan. It always has been. And you know who you have to ask to ask about that? Iran, Hezbollah, and Hamas openly state that is a racial genocidal statement. Women's March talks about it. BLM supporters on the BLM websites, over 30 websites when BLM became a thing, included language language that supported anti-Jew violence. And by the way, we've seen this on the streets of New York, where women who happen to be Jewish are beaten at ATMs, are beaten outside of restaurants, are left bleeding in the gutters. 
by individuals wearing Black Lives Matter clothing. And we've told you for years, this is who they are. They're very open. This isn't a conspiracy. This isn't some secret Zionist Jew conspiracy. No, they're openly telling you this is who we are. We we hate Jews. We're the real Israelites, not these Jewish people, said the, the black Israelite movement that BLM closely aligns and shares money with. No one wanted to admit it, but now here we are. And now you have Nazi push style Dearborn, Michigan rallies where, again, they're they're screaming, they're chanting, kill the Jews, kill the Jews. How overt does it have to be? Right. This isn't a conspiracy. It's not a dog whistle. They are saying, I want to kill Jews. And you have these people on the right going, hmm, well, it's obviously a generational struggle going back decades. And oh, I don't know what it could be. Or you're just stupid and blind. You know, it's Maybe very, you don't it's, want to see it. It's very jarring to see, like, the Dearborn, the, the New York City, the Tampa, the London, all these different locations that are having these uh, these these protests, if you will. Um, you know, by the Sydney Opera House, right? Gas the Jews, gas right, the Jews. Right. It's just like, you know, at what point in time is this uh, inciting violence? Like, it, what does it take for this to constitute a crime? How many times do they have to yell death to Israel, death to America <laughs> for somebody to say maybe there's a situation yeah. there? Like, at what point, that, at what point that, do the Jason. authorities come out and say, you know, hey, you, you've overstepped now? That is the key thing that I want to point out here, because a lot of individuals have been saying, well, this isn't our fight. We need to stay out of it. We don't want to get into another endless war. I agree on not getting into another endless war. I absolutely agree. It's precisely because we ran a Department of Defense style mindset that we didn't win in Iraq and Afghanistan. When we fought the Gulf War, we had a massive wave of tanks going up through the nation and wiped everything out. But we didn't fight Iraq and Afghanistan like that. We fought it like liberals, just announcing where we're going to be and then nice and love and hugs. That's not a kind of war that I'm talking about fighting here. And I'm not even talking about American aid at all, but concerning America. I do want to point out, Hamas has American hostages. Yep. 20. They said 20 today. It was nine well, 20 yesterday. 20 Americans have been killed. We don't know, actually, at this point. The State Department thinks there may be between 15 and 45 American hostages in Hamas' well, hands. Well, I do think we know something for sure. There are no black lesbian WNBA players or that we'd already done swaps. 100%. 100%. Remember when Trump was in office and Trump said, if you don't give us these people back, I will glass your entire country? Mm-hmm. Remember how he would tweet a picture of the American flag before a drone strike that would kill a major ISIS leader? And, and that's, you know, Trump's not some neocon warmongering shill. No. I, what, do Americans not matter? I want my Americans back. They're ours. They are American citizens. And by they're not ethnically Jewish. They're just Americans that were on tour in Israel, traveling around the world, which, by the way, if you have an American passport, that is your guarantee that you are a member of the United States with guarantees of its protection when you travel around the world. Tony, you bring up Trump supporters, and I want to take a break right now, but when we come back, you've got an article up right now at the Daily Signal. Tony, you've got an article up at the Daily Signal right now for something the FBI is looking into, and it's involving Donald Trump supporters. Tell me about it. So uh, after the January 6th riot, the FBI basically created new language uh, for its agave category. And agave stands for anti-government or, or anti-establishment extremist. And basically, this is a watch group that the FBI targets who says anyone that we think might be some kind of violent anti-government extremist, this gives them greater freedom to open up investigations without warrants. It's, it's kind of a facet of the Patriot Act. Um, it's Gestapo-style it's Gestapo investigative stuff. And the FBI has basically been very open on the inside, according to a Newsweek report, 
about putting any American that is a Donald Trump supporter automatically gets classified as an anti-government extremist. So while officially in the FBI, they do not say Donald Trump supporters are now all on the watch list. The FBI does say on the inside, Donald Trump supporters are very likely to be part of a January 6th riot again. So in the interest of of preventing another January 6th, all Donald Trump supporters are now classified under this agave-style classification of anti-government or violent extremists. So like 81 million people are on a list, apparently. Well, it's it's more of a, a kind of a flag. So if the FBI comes across you, let's say there's a complaint about Jerry Lopez. And so the, the complaint is, I don't like Jerry. I think he's mean. I think he's a threat. And they tag the FBI on Twitter, which is Jerry. And I will tell you, when we're on Twitter, people who don't like us, they tag the FBI a lot. Oh, yeah. Whenever we say, like, pedophiles, you know, really probably shouldn't be alive. They're like, FBI, get on this, because that's apparently really terrifying. And if you go to the FBI's so the FBI, uh, profile page, it says, this is not monitored. So <laughs> that at FBI does not actually work so the the fbi if they were to look at at jerry they would see a flag that says he's a suspected trump supporter and so instead of the fbi just kind of looking at the evidence and deciding whether or not it's worth pursuing if there's a complaint about a trump supporter then they are automatically bumped up to a threat level that warrants looking at but would they take it a step further and say not only is he a trump supporter he's also a vet he's also this he's also that He's a military well, extremist. The database, they don't take that into they don't take your veteran status into consideration uh, when they investigate individuals for anti extremism. Hell, they probably but use they it against him if anything. They use it against him. He's got a weapon training. He's even more dangerous than the people that stormed into the Capitol. Uh, Tony Kennett, investigative reporter for the Daily Signal. We got about thirty seconds left here. What the hell is Mike Pence doing? I have no idea. He, he said that it's Donald Trump and Vivek Ramaswamy and Ron DeSantis' fault that the whole Israel situation is the way it is, which literally no one out there in the entire world was looking for that. Donald no. Trump was did a really good job regarding moving the U.S. embassy to uh, Jerusalem. Uh, again, had a really pro-Israeli policy. So do DeSantis and Vivek. So I don't know why he would go after literally everyone in the Republican Party. Um, really, I mean, there, there was just no reason to do that. And it, honestly, I, I stepped down. I, of course, I posted uh, a meme under his tweet saying it's time to stop posting. Uh, but I, I don't know what he's doing. I, I shooting himself on the foot, I guess. All right. Tony Kennett, where can we find your work? Find me over on Twitter at Vitonis and at DailySignal.com and eventually here nightly on WIBC. I'll believe it when I see it. Tony Kennett, you're the best, my friend. We'll talk again soon. Thanks, guys. It's the Hammer and Nigel Show.